1: Welcome back everybody, episode 113 of Besiktas Internationals, the Black Eagles Podcast, and we're back. I am your co-host, Sinan Schwarting, live from New York City, and with me, once again, the Ackman. Evra, how you doing, sir? I'm
0: good, how are you? Pretty
1: good been you know, keeping, keeping myself uh, busy as always how about yourself
0: yeah training and stuff but you know I'm excited for that game finally four days away or five days away whatever it is.
1: Five. yeah I guess it depends in Europe it's probably like <laughs> they always have the benefit in that regard but yes uh, I think five five or maybe even six probably five now yeah five days until we finally get to see best Touch live in action uh, it'll be Wonderful to see a team that we care about playing competitive sports, and it'll be the first time we will have seen that in quite a while, uh, unless you're into like Korean baseball <laughs> or something. Um, for me, it's bittersweet. Like, uh, as a big Knicks fan in the NBA, like all but eight teams uh, will be playing in the NBA, and the Knicks are one of those eight that didn't make the cut. So, so like. I'm glad that I'll have Besiktas. They're really going to be uh, doing some heroes' work for me as far as giving me something to do in the coming weeks and months ahead or whatever it is. Uh, but, yeah, so it'll be great to see Besiktas back. Uh, we're playing Antalya Spore. I guess, hell, we haven't, we haven't done this in a while. We should probably do a little bit of a preview for that match. <laughs> um, everyone, tell us a little bit about it. When is the match? Uh, it's a Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Uh,
0: they changed the time, but it's at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. So, if you want to do your calculations, I believe that's uh, like 9 p.m. Turkish time. Um, you know, playing uh, the the mighty Antalya Sport. who are currently 11th in the table. Uh, they're 5 points clear relegation, so they're still, you know, they're not coasting. They need some points. Uh, I guess if you want to look through their squad... They have a uh, Mr. A guy named Podolski, you might have heard of before. Cenon, um, Sino- yeah, I've heard Mish- of that guy. We've been linked on once. <laughs> yeah, they, they're yeah, top. We've been linked. We've been linked to him in the last. Yeah, their top, of top four weeks. is Adis Yahovitz. Um, they have a couple other good players: Indinga, um, Dul Sinic, Nazim Sangara, who plays for national team. I mean, nothing crazy. RX center back Arsan Gulum is there. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, the, the important,
1: the important information, though, yeah, is that. It will be on Saturday, June yeah. 13th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here for us. But yeah, as as everyone said, it's going to be like uh, 8 p.m. I think for Central Europeans and maybe, I don't know, whatever. Look up, look it up. <laughs> look up your your listing, as always, because we have no idea what we're talking about. Um, and yeah, like additionally, I suppose it's important to mention that it'll be at Vodafone Park, although... I don't know how important that is. Yeah, your honestly.
0: cardboard cutout could be on TV if you paid for it.
1: <laughs> That's right, yeah. I, and uh, follow the links on the internet for that. For, for those of us who are not in Turkey, we don't seem to get to benefit from it. So uh, I'm not even going to do that research. Uh, but yeah, let's move things along because we actually do have a few talking points. Like, this is our last episode before the season gets back underway. And so we're going to have a lot to talk about. Going forward, with are are there going to be matches tw- twice a week?
0: I think so far just once a week. Um, okay. I can double check that real quick. Yeah, once a week.
1: Yeah. Uh, so okay, so that's that's. Uh,
0: we currently more have probable. one one midweek game scheduled. Everything else is on the weekends. It's
1: a good thing we're out of the Turkish Cup, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I guess that's I don't know, maybe not. Um, but yeah, so we'll have matches to talk about going forward. Our next episode, we will have a match to review, which is both exciting and, of course, the sad part is we won't get to really uh, screw around as much as we've been as of late. But um, this will be our last chance to do some of that, talk about rumors and all the stuff in the news. I mean, what a weird season it is to have it be stopped and have all the, the transfer rumors start coming in before the season's even done, and then to have it restart again. And it feels like all the rumors that we've covered are kind of, like, washed away, at least for the time being. But yeah. anyway, one more one more go around, I guess. Um, but so, first of all, we'll start with the club um, on the sort of administrative end, on the training end and all of that. Uh, first talking point, Evron, I hand it to you. Uh, we'll start on um, a conversation relating to the times, uh, specifically regarding Black Lives Matter and the like. Tell us about that, everyone.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Bishos made uh, international news, um, I think, as they've done during this whole period. Because I think Bishop has been like the, the top Turkish club in regards to Black Lives Matter's responses. Um, yes. The whole team, during one of the training sessions, took a kneel, as you may have seen other teams do it. But, uh, our, you know, our club's unique thing was that they made a big GF for George Floyd with, uh, with the whole squad. Yeah. Um, and so I think... I, yeah.
1: I was going to say, in particular, I know that uh, Tang has had a very vocal active yeah. role in, in talking about the issue and bringing people's attention to it. So I think uh, maybe he's been instrumental as far as organizing people within the club to get involved. Perhaps it's a sign that he's going to sign a... You know, a contract extension at a lesser, you know, who knows? <laughs> Cross your fingers, but that's uh, neither here nor there. The good news is that, yes, the club is doing some good stuff and getting in the headlines for the right reasons, um, which given all of the failed, you know, <laughs> payments and players leaving and all of that, this is a good thing to be in the news Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, inside sources say that we have uh, new people running the English. Social media accounts. I think it's kind of shown is they've really been on top of everything, and I think in the past, like two years, especially under the Orman era, kind of our social media has been kind of awful. But especially in this like past couple months, they've been on top of things. They were like the first Turkish club to post everything, um, even days before other Turkish clubs even said anything. So
1: yeah, Yeah. um, and so that puts into a sharp perspective, some of the American sports teams that still haven't said (laughs) (laughs) we won't even go there, Uh, James Dolan. But um, yeah, let's move things along and let's get back to Besiktas a little bit. Uh, So next is uh, back to the training pitch, back to preparing for the match against Antalya and news of players being injured uh, or not, maybe, although perhaps more likely, yes, they are. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about our, about our friend, Georges Kevin. Was it Kevin George or Georges Kevin?
0: Georges Kevin. <laughs> uh, so it looks like he has a left hamstring problem that is likely going to keep him out. Uh, there's been several sources earlier uh, this weekend. Uh, being Fanatic, and Tarata all said he will not play on Saturday. Um, I think, Sinan, you were saying that like you saw something that, like it might be a game time decision, but uh, all likelihood is that we won't see on playing, um, leaving, you know, lens uh, Boyd and Diaby as our fit wingers.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I think we'll be fine. That's, that should be plenty. Um, not to mention Guven Yelchin in a pinch, I guess. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: although we obviously, yeah, we hope not. Um, oh, yeah, there's actually news about him, too, that we should mention. We'll come around on that. Um, oh, I'll just say it now, I guess. Th- there is news that uh, Guven Yalchin is being looked at by Sargon Yalchin as an option in some sort of a tactic uh, to have him play in a two-man system up front with Burak. But I think that might be sort of mo- more news for next season. So we'll push that along. Uh, if that really comes to fruition, I don't think anyone... I mean, honestly, if kuven Yelchin does have a place, uh, it, I think it probably is as a secondary striker, but I still don't know if I necessarily want to be seeing him getting uh, significant minutes. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. Uh, Nkudu is not likely to feature against Antalya, although we don't quite know, um, perhaps. I mean, it could just be that they're throwing out rumors against the the sort of main narrative just um to keep you know the the antalya off guard you know as far as knowing who they're gonna be up against uh i would probably still lean towards Mkudu not playing if we're gonna be honest what do you think
0: yeah we haven't like not that i you know can't have access to training footage but all the pictures they posted over the past like 10 days he hasn't been in or nine days i think so I don't think that's uh, necessarily a good sign for him to be playing, but
1: yeah, you'd want a guy to be
0: yeah training at a least a little bit,
1: right? Yeah. Um. But so on to the next topic, and this also pertains to what we may see against for a goalkeeper. We have news of who is our likely match day. One is it match day one? No, well, <laughs> I don't know what match day this is anymore. Uh, but we have we have a we have a starter versus Antioch Sport, it sounds like, although again, it's likely going to come down to the match day itself. But uh, tell us a little bit about that,
0: yeah. So, I guess unfortunately, the current front runner is uh, Utku, who I don't think anyone really wants to see again. Um, is not set in stone as uh, the Terra Terra port. Now that said, like, Erson still has a chance. Like, I guess it must be close enough if if is waiting until the day before the game to make a decision. But right now, uh, yeah, Utku has the slight edge to be the starter.
1: Yeah, which, um, for those of us who are especially unimpressed by Utku, <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that makes us feel about... Uh, what we're gonna have going forward, uh, I will say that I'm I'm slightly more pessimistic now than I was before getting this news. What do you have to say about it?
0: Yeah, I mean I'm definitely not um, expecting a push for the title. <laughs> uh, not that that was really likely anyway, but um, uh, maybe not. Even we can definitely time. not rely on our goalie to save us. I think that's what I would say. Yeah, that's... Um, like he's not like horrendous, but it's just. When you, if you expect him to bail us out, that's just not smart.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, I would even argue that it's debatable whether or not he's surrounded. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Hopefully, he's made some progress since we last saw him, which actually has been a bit of time, so who knows? He's young enough that uh, an impression could have been made, I guess. Uh, next, still not, uh, not into the juicy, fun um, transfer gossip, but we do have some more news. As far as people not being transferred, um, I guess this is now officially we're off the training pitch. So, again, stay tuned next week, uh, Saturday afternoon. For those of us on the East Coast here, we're going to have some best-slash-football to talk about. So, yeah, back to the crazy transfer window that is slash is not actually happening. Um, El Many, what do we got, sir?
0: Yeah, I think, like, the past, like, three episodes, I've mentioned that El Neni is, like, probably hasn't been paid yeah um and i think that was kind of confirmed that like he was having payment issues but it's been resolved with the club according to ntv and another reporter that like he's at least he will stay for the remainder of the season he will not have his his loan terminated and uh, there was some reports and that you know he's going to stay but he might not play but i think all the recent reports are pointed that he will stay and at this point continue to play Good. So I guess that's good news. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> I don't think
0: we needed another FIFA fiasco. Certainly Player not. Player coming to the so.
1: Especially with the heat that Trabzonspor has gotten. Oh, yeah, I guess there's some news, by the way. Trabzonspor may not be invited to play in Europe next season, which means that even third place could be good enough for a championship. Yeah,
0: and when we say may not, they have been banned, but they're appealing. So for a one-year um, suspension.
1: Yeah, and then supposedly they're, they've brought some heat onto Turkey in general. Like, they were going to maybe start looking into the whole, the whole league. Yeah, I think
0: there's been some questioning that, you know, Trabzon's not even, like, the worst of the big four. They're probably the, the best financially of the big four at this point in time.
1: I guess there um, was uh, – there. what's particularly being looked at was that tradie – that tradey that shady transfer uh, – at the end of last season, I forgot what it was. But anyway, let's not yeah. focus too much on Trebs on score. Uh, I, I personally feel like it'd be a shame for them not to be in Europe, just because they've been so solid, honestly. But
0: but at the same time, yeah. we could go to the Champions League, exactly, so.
1: or even the Europa <laughs> League. Frankly, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Right What's now, we
0: would currently be in. A Europa League spot, as it is in fifth place. So if we move into third place, which I think was kind of everyone's, like not everyone, but the realistic goal.
1: That was yeah. What that's I, now I Champions said League my, spot. my so. dream. That was my dream position was third. Uh, Changes everything, though. So. so now suddenly that's a potential Champions League spot. Um, but so yeah, that would be uh pretty exciting, obviously. Uh, and El will be around to help us get there, uh, although likely not next season. So that's somewhat relevant. I mean, I know, who knows? If we get into the Champions League, it opens up a whole Pandora's box of opportunities, perhaps, for others. Yeah. But, um, yeah, more news as far as players not leaving in the whole transfer window scenario here. Uh, Adem Ljajic. You want to talk about that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think we've been hearing a lot of rumors about him, like, not really reliable but you know him in Russia and uh, the first semi-reliable rumor came in that he turned down Krasnodar that's a Saba report um I think everyone knows that he's probably him and Vita are on the uh, the chopping block in terms of we need money so especially if we don't get into third place and or second place or whatever the Champions League spots will be um so I think these rumors will not stop but at least it's not like his agent saying he wants to leave it looks like he probably is happy in Istanbul but just the money has to
1: yeah in fact I think that was the rumor is that he rejected Krasnodar on the grounds that he was happy in Istanbul
0: yeah. um, so I don't know what that means he's it, also Muslim so yeah not that it has a huge impact but that definitely helps
1: yeah and I think um, the reason that might surprise people is because some will recall that things were looking sort of tenuous. For his last appearance, he hadn't played in a while. He came in, scored a big goal, yeah. and shushed the crowd because they had been giving him a hard time. Um,
0: put his put his fingers in his ears. He, he oh yeah, sorry,
1: that's right. He uh, he didn't listen. to different. Didn't listen to the crowd. That's right. Uh, it was Ozan. That's Um But so yeah, like despite all of that, it sounds like he is happy. Maybe things are going fairly well in training with. Uh, in and the club and Sergey Yalchin, so who knows? Uh, I suppose if a better offer comes in, I wouldn't rule it out. And I, 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 As we've talked about on many occasions, I think it's still likely that we let him go uh, for a good amount of money if we can because we need it. But, you know, that's, that's yeah. something. Uh, and, and at the very least, it means going into this last final stretch of this season, we'll have that to maybe buoy him, put him in a good mood. He uh, mm. put off the suitors, he said he wanted to be here, right? That could give us some momentum, maybe. Um, maybe, I don't know. Uh, let's, let's get into the fun stuff. Is there anything else you want to say about uh, the club or the back-end stuff before we start talking about transfer?
0: Um, I guess there was also, there's like the one other rumor was that Guven has interest from France. Uh, it's not really like anything crazy solid. But you know, apparently some people still think he's worth buying <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> um, after this season, which is interesting. That could but, actually um,
1: feed into the rumors that Saragni Alchin likes him and and, and plans in yeah. incorporating. Maybe that's all a ruse to to build up his asking price. If that's the tra- that, tell me. So who in France? That's 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 interesting.
0: Yeah, I think it was uh, a second division side, I believe Nimes. Maybe they just got promoted. And then uh Bordeaux where the two teams link with him, but it was like a nominal fee, like two million, which I guess is better than what we would get for free, but nothing uh
1: nothing to nothing crazy. Yeah, right home about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um we'll keep our ear to the ground on that. Alright, so let's talk about incoming transfers. Um, and we'll we'll start with the bad news for anyone who is really into the uh the news from last week but uh, and then we'll get to the exciting fantastic intriguing news um, but so let's let's start with the bad um hamza berry the, the guy who many of us were pinning our hopes for the future <laughs> for the for the foreseeable future um the next Atiba hutchinson was what we were being told right so where did that go
0: uh, yeah. Apparently, the next Orta Chisgi official came in to say that Sargan doesn't want him. The previous one said that, like, the club agreed with him. It was up to again And then a couple days later, uh, then their next exclusive report said that uh, Sagan doesn't want him. Um, I know some of the uh, the social media, Bish's Twitter scouts already started doing their scouting reports, but it looks like they can uh, relax on that.
1: Take it easy, watching lay my yeah. soul. AEL. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll say I'll say that I'm mildly disappointed. Um, you know, I like the profile of the player. I like the under the radar aspect. I like um, you know the concept of, an, of a of a national team player for an African side that's uh, on the up theoretically. I don't know. I don't really, really honestly know if, if Gambia is truly making giant strides, footballing-wise, but you know, certainly whatever. It, it's a player that... It's... Uh, t- to quote someone from our group chat from earlier today, maybe Emrejan, um, we have to be aiming to find the next Atiba Hutchinson's and Marcelo's, which means you know, these sort of diamonds in the rough. These guys that have weird career trajectories or who have maybe not quite fulfilled their potential elsewhere. You know. So yeah, I, I, I like the prospect of finding this type of player. Uh, so even if this doesn't work out, I hope we keep sort of having this creative vision. And in fact, later on in this episode, we'll talk about another interesting vision as far as players. But um, yeah, too bad for anyone looking at the Hamza Berry transfer as our solution for, for the team um what do you think everyone final thoughts on hamza barry since we'll probably never talk about him again <laughs>
0: <laughs> i had never seen him play still um if i was you know maybe if the news got stronger i would have looked into him but it looks like you know it's not gonna happen so i'm not gonna look for uh, old videos of the croatian league or
1: his
0: old yeah, he plays for Hajduk Split, which interestingly is coached by Igor Tudor now, the ex Gala man.
1: Uh-huh. So he had a but, uh, prep in that regard.
0: Yeah, prep. <laughs> but yeah. Um,
1: interesting. So moving along, uh, also, I guess we could say under the radar. <laughs> in fact, maybe even more so in some way. Now we're going to be looking down at the third division of Turkish football. At a little side from Izmir. Actually, the fourth, fourth division oh, wow. It's the
0: three-league, yeah, which is the fourth division. Right,
1: yeah, fair enough, right. Um, a little side from Izmir, who goes by the name of Karshiaka. Now, I will say that in Football Manager, I have coached that side to great success. <laughs> and this very player was an instrumental part of it early on, gaining promotion up to the Super League. Um at the, in my ma, in my football manager side, he was a striker. Although it looks like in real life, he has since because this was like football manager nineteen, I think that I played last. Um, he has since been moved to the wings. Uh, Evran, why don't you tell us a little bit about the gentleman I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, he's a
0: twenty. He's now twenty one. Um,
1: turned 21 young. Part, I mean, not yes. Prime youth, as far as uh, a real gem, but
0: anyway. Yeah, he didn't have like a storied youth career. He made one appearance for a Turkish youth national team. That was that. But this season, um, he's had quite the uh, the, you know the breakout year in the fourth division. Uh, (laughs) I guess not. You know, some people like oh, it's you know, but it's still you you might be surprised at the level of play in that league, especially for a young player. It's quite physical, and as a winger. Uh, he has 12 goals and five assists, which is near the best in the division. And he's I was going to say, yeah. 21.
1: What's nice is that yeah. he's scoring 12 goals on the wing. Now, and, and that's yeah. why I mentioned my football manager. And also, he, he does Parker's have a history as lane. a striker, which means he's got that versatility in theory that you could probably utilize yeah. should you want to. He's
0: contributed in 51% of his team's goals this season, um, which is a high amount. Uh, he's, you know, they're leading. Attacker uh, they're I think they're in 5th place And they're half of the division So there's two halves of the 4th division So he's a top scorer of the, uh, the team By quite a margin um, He's one of the few youngsters who actually even plays So I mean I guess that's promising I haven't seen him play but um, I have seen other talents From the 4th division play And they are pretty good um, So I'm hopeful that maybe he won't be a, a star but you know Hopeful that he can at least be a super league level player if he does come
1: yeah and i can say that uh as far as a manager goes the scouts are fairly solid and they had him at as a super league level striker um which you know for better or worse that's that's some scouting information i guess uh at, at least that was his like um you know potential right like he, he was potentially like a three star player or something which uh yeah not bad we'll see obviously uh, and that's not exactly yeah. that's not science and if player, the, uh, stretch.
0: if the rumors heat up it's currently a being sports report if the rumors heat up uh i'm sure the videos and compilations will come out uh i do not currently have access to instat right now because that was free a couple months ago so if it was back then i could have done my you know
1: your, your research sneaky
0: scouting report, but right now it's going to be that's a little right. tough to find. That's
1: all right. I mean, fourth division, and we'll see, we'll see how, how real it is. I, but these are exactly the sort of moves that I approve of. Uh, and young I, I guys, believe we predicted, yeah, again,
0: believe we, we predicted this earlier, yeah. in the uh, yeah. quarantine that these type of players will get more looks.
1: Yeah, no, it's exciting from, uh, in that regard because that's really what you want. Um, as a footballing nation, is, is for young guys to be playing somewhere in lower leagues and gaining the ability to play in higher leagues. And you want higher league teams looking at those players and scouting them and making sure they're getting those opportunities to play and better competition and all that. So, no, I mean, this is all good, honestly. And I think it's especially good considering that it's, like, fiscally responsible, uh, which is super good <laughs> given where we are and, you know, who we are and everything. Um, no, and it's really like, even a super wealthy club that, uh, can afford to be bringing in like, you know, expensive, 25 uh, year old guys were playing on the legit, like national side. They'd still theoretically be wanting to dip into lower division talents and Taking a mm-hmm. shot on these uh, these high risk oh, sorry I should say low risk high reward type of things you know um, why not right you never know what's going to happen um, and it's exactly the kind of move that I think given where we are we should we have to, we have to be looking towards so hell let's see it let's see it Joe Khan yeah, Joe we're, Khan
0: we're
1: about, right? Joe <laughs> I want to see it. Uh, and he's 21, so he could really step in, theoretically, if he's got the talent. Yeah. Um, and so, we have
0: one. Oh, I also failed to mention that he's a free agent at the, I believe, at the end of the season. I didn't look at his contract. Yeah. Well, that's- no, no, never mind. He has two years left on his deal. The next guy has one year left on his deal. that we're about to talk about. So, Dukhan would cost money. Um. I think they were saying in the range of, like, less than a million Turkish liras. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but from reports, we had trouble paying that for someone else, so (laughs) You
1: mean hostage? (laughs) Whatever. I think we'll be all right. I I mean, you know, again, like, these are the type of moves needed to make. Whether we get this guy in particular or not, it's just good to know that... I mean, I hope it's true. And if it is, it's good to know that we are looking in that direction, finally. Um, And so... We do have one more ring to bind them all. No, uh, one last excellent uh, rumor to, to bring to you guys' attention. Um, it's, uh, for me, the most exciting one, perhaps of the entire fake transfer window. <laughs> um, because the, the age is right, the price is right, the sort of scope of it's right. It suggests actual scouting and knowledge of the international player base. <laughs> like there's, there's just so many parts of this transfer that I'm very fond of. And so that's why we saved the best for last. Um, everyone, I know you know who I'm talking about. Um, we're yeah. probably going to have a bit of conversation as far as how to pronounce the fellow's name. I'm going to go for it. Eric Boakye. <laughs> Your turn.
0: I believe it's... Um... This is a, a like a half guess. Uh, Eric Boachi. I'm not sure. It's he's got a name B O A K Y E. There's one other player who was like a, a f- I think he was like a wonder kid back in the day that had the same last name Richmond. Yeah, yeah for for Bawachi. Ghana, yeah, for, right? Ghana. Yeah, yeah. He went to Juventus, and then nothing really happened. Now he plays for Red Star Belgrade. Wait, isn't he like we a wing have back actually back or been linked to once, but um,
1: is he yeah. a wing back or a full back?
0: No, he's a striker. The uh, the old the other B'wachi or oh, Okay, I forget. Well, anyway, but this one is this one is a wing back though. We we're talking about Eric. Nice.
1: <laughs> well, perfect because that's what we need. Uh, so yeah, tell us about yeah. Eric.
0: Yeah, he's a 20 year old right back. Um, same year 1999 as Dokkan. but he's born in November, so like five months younger or something like that, or four months. My month my month counting is very Before bad. <laughs> Yeah, he has one year left on his contract um, But it's uh, The month is a little different because just uh, he plays in the Slovenian League. So their season doesn't really line up with ours um, They don't expire in May uh, It expires like one month later, whatever, but still one year left um, uh, He plays he used to play in the Ghanaian League Last two years ago, went straight to Olympia, which is a like smaller, like mid-love, like slightly above mid-table. It's
1: called Olympia, right? With the
0: J. Olympia, yeah. Is it Uh, Lubliana or something like
1: that?
0: Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Uh, Transfer Market says, yeah, Olympia, Lubliana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just flexing. I'm
1: just flexing for the mic. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) He played a couple, um, uh, Europa League qualifying games. Um, they're not, but they have had like a better season this year, so they're like kind of like ahead of you know like the normal big teams in Slovenia, like Maribor. Nice. nice. Are they in first? Uh, and he has played. Yeah, this year they nice. are. So I don't think they have right. I don't think they've qualified for Champions League.
1: You know what? I'll tell you. Before, I'm a now, firm believer in the psychology of winners and losers, and I think yeah, there's a lot to be said for plucking guys off of winning teams when you're trying to change the mentality of your club, right? Um, And we're not losing, so I don't think it's, you know, but it's not like we have to wholesale get rid of everyone. You know, we're not losers necessarily, but uh, yeah, bringing a few more winners, guys who have that mentality, who are used to winning, who want to hold their team to that standard because they want to win and they're used to it. That's a good thing in general.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely as a, Age-wise, he has a high upside, I think. Especially for a right-back 20. Well, he would be 21 mid-time next season. He's quite young. Um And we don't really have depth in that area, especially because we're told Douglas is going to leave. And then Khan is out a- of contract, and he's like 35. And then we have like a midfielder who can play there, Khan, But we're not really sure if he's going to be playing there. And I not. still think
1: that Gokhan so think- is still looking the more likely to go... Uh versus John because uh, like with John Eyre, we've heard yeah. rumblings of maybe he's gonna stay, you know, with this whole stupid number fiasco. So but uh with Gorgan it's been it's been squat, so for better or worse. I mean we'll need a backup for him regardless, obviously, since Douglas is not apparently sticking, yeah. but um
0: And also I mean Bochi's is like a block I mean, he's like he's definitely under the radar, but it's not like you know. It's not like he's playing in the middle and nowhere. You know, being one of the the upper teams in the Slovenian league is no joke. Especially at twenty, I mean, it's not guaranteed he'll be able to make the jump. But you know, it's not unheard of of players making that jump from lower like lower European leagues. I think if you remember, like uh, Badu Indiaya was playing for like Bodo yeah, Glimt yeah, yeah. in and Norway. I was gonna say
1: it's exactly the trajectory.
0: And players like that. A though. lot
1: of young african talents get snatched up by those sorts of leagues you know or some scandinavian yeah. leagues romania you know um you know rather than playing in some second division thing because then at least they know that there will be the occasional european league game potentially that they could mm-hmm. uh feature in spotlight in you know catch the eye of a scout so or a coach even so yeah and, i mean i think <clears throat> it's a fairly common trajectory for for African talent to sort of uh...
0: yeah he actually played against Yenny Malatia this year which is interesting yeah an assist wow. in one of those games but they got knocked out by Malatia so I guess that shows you
1: the level of that team's quality
0: the level yeah they're not like awful but they're not necessarily you know world beaters um, <laughs> so
1: but you know interesting and again perfect profile I love the concept. I just I love uh, some creative scouting. You know, I just want to see some creativity.
0: This actually reminds me a little bit of uh, Mitrovic because I remember before we signed him, he played against Bajacir in Europa League qualifying with Rijeka. So I wonder if it was something similar to that mm-hmm. where someone was watching.
1: Yeah, this, how they assist. <laughs> um, but at least this is like a twenty-year-old.
0: Uh... <laughs> yeah, he will not cost four million euros. I can. I yeah no, that.
1: definitely it doesn't sound like that yeah i know it's a good it's a good uh profile for a guy and we'll see how it works out we'll see if it's even true right once again windows not actually open <laughs> fooled you <No. laughs> all of so these last few episodes pretend none of that happened uh we're starting from scratch starting this week uh and so yeah we'll be back with more transfer stuff i mean to be honest i feel like it's gonna be littered in throughout the rest of the season um, I doubt they just, like, turn off the transfer news now that football's back.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, we're in a weird time. It's usually, like, the transfer window would open in I July. I know, we should
1: be getting excited about it. But supposed it, it to be right.
0: over by now. So, by this point, all the transfers would be happening. So, I think that's why, like, all the rumors are coming just because that's, like, when you... The transfers are supposed to start getting done now, but they just, like, are delayed. Um,
1: For the record...
0: So, I think a lot of deals... Are for place. the record,
1: my birthday is in late you know, really late June, towards the end of June. So it was always this sort of hope in the back of my mind that we would have some sort of great news of a big transfer as a gift, you know, for me. It never <laughs> happened because we're always bringing guys in, like, two weeks after the season starts, you know? But um,
0: yeah. the dream,
1: you know, maybe it'll... It's definitely not coming true this year since the season's not even be done. I think it's going to be actually matches on my birthday this year, so that's exciting. But... Um, yeah. yeah, so everything you know regarding the transfer season, take it with a grain of salt. We'll see how much of it comes true when the season, when the window actually opens.
0: Yeah, our last game is into the end of July. Actually, that's why I see which schedule right now.
1: Which is so hot, which is
0: kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's actually what they're gonna do, but that definitely is a huge chunk of and the transfer God, window. And it's so, so
1: hot in Turkey in the middle of July. You, you kind of hope they'll. Double up maybe and finish
0: the season a little sooner at some point, but we will see. A lot of people are going to be had. We have to. We'll just find out if they're just going to shorten the summer break and have it going. But they also have to play the uh, the Champions League games, which are supposed to be played in Istanbul for like the final and stuff. So there's a lot of stuff that has to fall in place before we know when transfers can actually come in so
1: Um, but so you know fingers crossed everything goes smoothly from here on out and we actually get to the end of the season without any hitches but um if we do i guess as a quick recap of everything that we've talked about in the last few weeks i think we can probably definitively say that the rumors that look the most likely to be sort of coming back up into fruition come July or August or whenever that is are going to be uh, Sinan Bolat as our option for the keeper. Probably uh with Volkan Babajan as a backup. I don't even want to say that Dutch fellas. Zoet as a... Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, we can have time on special. Right? And, just and, and perhaps
1: Alvaro Montero as a as a wild card option in the mix. Uh, but so those are the main options as far as the uh, keeper goes. As far as fullbacks, I think the most realistic one we've seen thus far is Fabrice Nsakala. Although, uh, yes. you know, there may be hitches in the road regarding Fener and Galatasaray trying to swoop in or increase his
0: price. I think a lot of our transfers there will just will have to be decided if our current fullback starter, or, you know, get contact exactly. actually stay yeah. or not? Now Delfi transfer policies. So that's so all up good in the news air So the good news as
1: far as anyone who really wants Boakye to be genu- a genuine option in that regard is so he's really the only right back we've been linked to in this time. So
0: um, yeah, yeah, long term. So, so he and Sakala at,
1: on our on the sides of our defense. Uh Who am I forgetting as far as like some of the hot?
0: Leroy, fair. Oh yeah, fair. Yeah. Or fair. Yeah. He's
1: gonna probably be coming back around. Um, maybe this Linsen Good. fellow as an attacking midfielder option. Although obviously that depends much on what happens with Lijayic if uh, if he still wants if he still decides he's happy in Istanbul at the at the end of the season. Um, strikers.
0: We haven't really seen anything. Serious no, with strikers,
1: happens,
0: huh? to be honest. I mean, there's always like the like, there's a lot, everyone like loves strikers in terms of the tabloids. I mean, the I've seen Val Telly, there's that English guy Davis we saw, but that's all like photo match fanatic stuff, so we're not gonna really touch there? on it.
1: Oh, yeah, or like Gassy, right? You know, you get some random weird ones yeah. in, in the mix, which we never even talked about Edwin Gassy because it never seemed particularly realistic for some reason, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Just stay tuned. Really, I guess.
0: And I guess Pati Oxoy coming back from his loan is. Well, yeah, as far as
1: guys coming back. Pati Oxoy, Ozan.
0: Ozan is questionable still. he will come back.
1: Questionable. Uh, Kyle Laren, right? He could be our backup.
0: Yeah, he's still questionable. If he'll come back or not. So. Yeah,
1: lots of question marks. So stay tuned as always. I think, like I said, news will probably come in in the coming weeks and months even while we're still playing football because of the weird unprecedented nature of these times uh but even uh regardless we'll certainly be here weekly to talk about football and everything that goes on on the pitch um everyone, you got any parting words for these seconds
0: oh, i'm just excited for the game it's been a while
1: sure has sure has um I
0: hopefully the uh, fanless atmosphere won't be too bad.
1: yeah in uh, NBA they're gonna pipe in NBA 2k soundtracks supposedly, so maybe <coughs> we'll get some FIFA background. <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> um, I of course do have to say that you should follow us on Twitter, follow the mothership for all the latest news 24/7 at Beshitosh underscore int. Follow this here podcast at Eagles underscore podcast uh, as you have been doing. I think we're almost at about 500 followers on Twitter, which is fairly astounding considering we hardly ever tweet from the account. But I'll try to be more active on that end. Uh, follow my guy here, Evron, at fan of BJK. Follow myself at sir underscore rights underscore a lot. We will be back very soon with exciting news regarding a result on the pitch between actual football teams. But before then, I would be remiss to mention it. Go Dash! See you next week. I'm gonna around and find out.